podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. It ended in a 2-2 draw, people. You know what I'm talking about, the North London derby. And the boys are back in the building. Big up Jordan, big up Lee and big up James. Time of recording, Sunday night. It's just past 11pm BST. So, yeah, the, the result and performance is still very much fresh in our minds, fresh in our memories. And we're probably best placed to discuss it now. Um... Hmm. Fortunate, unfortunate North London derby. I mean, James, me and you done the watch along, Lee. I've I've heard a bit of your thoughts, Jordan. I haven't heard anything yet. So let me ask a question first and foremost. When the lineup came out, Jordan, hmm. what did you think? Um I was okay. I was actually okay. I didn't I, I know there's been some Arsenal fans that have said that they um, weren't happy with it. Um, I don't, I'm really keen to hear what James, yourself and, and Lee felt about it. But I personally didn't have a problem with it. Um, we discussed in the last pod that we expected Real to start and I floated the fact that it wouldn't surprise me if Real Ramsdale was put back in. But I think that's categoric. There's no debate now. Ramsdale's the number one. He's the number yeah. one. I yeah, think in any time that... Ra- Raya, sorry. Raya's yeah. the number one. And any time Ramsdale comes in, it will be to give Raya a rest or this tactical thing, which I, I was buying from Arteta. I totally swallowed the, the Kool-Aid. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. <laughs> it's rubbish. It's yeah, rubbish. Um, to us. He was, he was. So I think that's, the, that's the third thing. Three games in a row, three different competitions, well, two different competitions. Raya's our number one. The other, the other selection, um, which interested me was, was, was Vieira. Cause I, I said as well, I wanted Georgina to start. I'm not a massive Vieira fan. I, I, I'm not. I think he's okay, but I'm not a huge fan. I just thought that ball retention would have been um, preferable, um, which I think Jorginho offers you. But I wasn't angry at that selection, but it wouldn't have been my pick. And then the third one was Jesus wide and Nketiah through the middle, which again, I was okay with because Nketiah's a striker. And I think that Jesus did his best work, in my opinion, at Manchester City wide. He had plenty of times through the middle of Manchester City. He never really convinced, in my opinion, um, and part of the reason why I think Pep Guardiola let Jesus go was because through the middle, Jesus for him was okay. wasn't great. wasn't prolific. Scored quite a few goals, but he wasn't. He wasn't going to win you a Champions League. Um, so seeing him wide, I thought, okay, that's interesting. That's that's interesting. That's where I think Jesus is also strong. So I'm up for seeing that. So I didn't personally have any massive issues with the starting lineup. Um, Lee, I, I know you you felt similar to me when you when you saw the lineup. Maybe maybe more so disappointed with what you saw in the starting eleven. Uh, what did you make of it when you when it came out? Is, is it the Raya thing first and foremost, or was no, it the Eddie starting no, up? To you? Okay. No, that 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 um that didn't bother me. Bothers me after the game, and it bothers me that people like uh, Jordan now saying that he's the number one. I don't, I don't know how people can say that after that performance, but uh, we're going to that later on. 
just define. I think we it. mean it's Arteta. I think we mean Arteta's yeah. decided. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's well, Arteta's not, decision. Not that we've, not that we've decided. I, I, you know, he's, 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 you know, like he wants to have a look at himself now because he's costing us games now with his decisions. Simple as that. Not the first time this season that I've been deflated with his team selection, the, the diabolical decisions with Parsi at right back. But this one now takes the biscuit for me. I was deflated before the game, didn't enjoy the game, went to the game worried, didn't enjoy the game. For night, for 100 minutes, it weren't for me. It's totally different. When we when we scored the second goal, I didn't really go mad about it because I knew I knew it weren't over with. Just totally, totally deflated by a, a manager's decision. Which, which, which one, Lee? Which, which one, Lee? I'll, I'll tell you the decision. You've got Martinelli out. You've got Trossard out, right? Which was a big blow to lose Trossard, which which I didn't expect, but we lost him, right? You know. Then you play Jesus. Is your, is your main man on the in the central area and you put him out wide left, right? For for Eddie, how many more chances is Eddie going to have before you say enough's enough when I see other players not getting as many chances? But that's another story. We've played well once this season out of all the games where I'm thinking, wow, we're, oh, we're looking really, really good. That was against PSV on Wednesday night. Who was playing up front and who was playing down the middle? Jesus. He makes things happen in that area there. We was toothless up front today. We did not look like scoring hardly at all. We might we we get a, a, a deflected goal, which was um, which was okay. Don't not worry about that. Jesus then misses what it has to be said is the absolute awful chance, you know. So I'm not blaming Arteta for that, but for me to put your the, your striker now, I'll ask you this, and I don't care what it would would Pep Put Haaland wide left. Never. Would he do it? Why wouldn't he do it? Because he's because the best striker, the best central striker that he's got in the in the team. So if you're losing your left hand side, why on earth would you take your best player out from central to put him out there when you've got options like Smith Rowe? By the way, I do think is a wide left player and has played wide left. He's got Nelson, who's a wide left player, and that, that. I wasn't surprised that Ramsdale didn't come running on there and playing there, like you know what I mean. Square pegs, round holes. Why is he doing it? Why is he doing it? Why is he continuing? And this is what people tell me: that this man's ruthless. Why has he done that? He could have put Vieira out there, you know. He could have played Havertz up front if he thinks look, that that that's the best option to do if he's going to put Jesus there, like you know, because he'd done it against. Um, uh, Manchester City in a, in a big game in the, in the Community Shield. So put Eddie there, and then I'm not I'm, again. So right, you've got to now make it work. He did not contribute in that game whatsoever from an attacking point of view, and our attacking play broke down time and time again, like it has done for most of this season when Jesus has not been in the middle. And I just don't understand it. And I'm fuming. I'm absolutely fuming because we needed to make a statement against him today. Ten minutes from the end, guys. I, 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 every time they went forward, I don't know if I'm watching a different game. It looked like I, I, I was bricking it. And at the end, at the end, with five minutes to go, I'm just saying, get me out of this stadium with a point. And I'm sorry, at home and your game for titles and things like that, that ain't good enough. Spurs today were a very, very good team. I think we played right into their hands today, and and you know. I know injuries make a big thing, losing Declan Rice and, and losing um, 
I, I thought until I, I see it today that Vieira got injured as well, but that was tactical. Can someone tell me what was tactical about that? We lost a complete so, shape of midfield. Can I can I jump in? I, I know yeah. a lot of people watching this podcast because I see some of the comments, right? And I saw it on the live show as well on full time. People were going, how are you all going, going for Nketiah when Jesus missed the big chances and Jorginho gave the ball away and Saka defended poorly? And they're going to wonder why we're looking at Eddie Nketiah. But what we're doing is we're looking at the bigger picture of Arsenal's performances. Some of those yeah. other moments, like Jorginho giving the ball away, Saka not defending Madison right. We, I think we all accept that Arsenal could have scored, could have conceded two goals today, and we still think they should have won the game. I'm not saying off today's performance. I'm saying going into it. You know, we should have had enough to score three or four today. Now, I rarely do this because I, I normally do my tactical insight research the morning after. I, I like to sleep on it and then wake up with fresh ideas. But with the late turnaround and all that, I, I sort of did my prep tonight. And I just, I want to read some numbers. You're going to have to follow me here, but I think it backs what we're saying about Eddie Nketiah. I've compared Jesus in last year's derby at home to Nketiah's performance today. Last year, Jesus in the home derby, in which he scored, by the way, received 33 passes. Nketiah received 12 today. So 12 times he got the ball. Now, passes received from our number eights. So that's Vieira, Havertz, Erdegaard floating. Last year was Erdegaard, Xhaka. Jesus received the ball eight times from our attacking midfielders last season. Would you like to all venture a guess how many times Nketiah received the ball from our eights? Two. Three. One. Lee, you're spot on. Give him a point on the board. One. So once. So we have these attacking creative eights that are told to get forward. And we leave. And Jorginho was poor on the goal, yeah. But make no mistake about it, he was left exposed that whole midfield as well. And Declan Rice was two in the first half. So they're meant to get forward and support, but they're combining with Eddie and Ketia once. And then I've got some other stuff on our total, but it's all on tactical insight that you, you'll see later today at the time of, you know, time of recording this podcast the night before. But anyway, <clears throat> my point is, Eddie and Ketia, unlike Jesus last year in the derby, and by the way, you could say it's a harder job for Jesus because Tottenham were a lot deeper, a lot more defensive. They had three centre-backs and two holding midfielders and all that. Eddie Nketiah simply does not contribute to build-up. Now, he is meant to be a poacher. He's meant to be someone who sniffs chances. Now, if we don't create chances for him, I'm not expecting him to get on the end of them. But then Arsenal and Arteta need to look at, well, if our striker is there to combine and drop into midfield and create a diamond and help us take control of games, is Eddie Nketiah doing enough of that? And for me, he's not. And in this game, we saw once again that when he led the line, the fluidity was lacking. Last week against Everton, I thought we were good in spite of his performance. We did well and dominated despite Eddie not having a great game. And we mentioned it then. So it's not hindsight. It's not because we've had one bad result with somebody talking about it. We said it last week as well. And Jesus showed us what he can do up top against um, PSV. That's why I think one of the worst things Arteta got wrong. Not so much the 11. He got that wrong. But, you know, he tried something. But the fact that he saw Jesus coming off as a solution to, to improve our performance, I thought was, was a howler from Mikel Arteta. I'm not having a go at Eddie when I say this. It's nothing to do with Eddie's performances as a person and all that. It's just that Jesus is the better option in that area and you're losing Martinelli and you're also losing Trossard. You know, you could have put Eddie out there wide left. You know what I mean? It was a... a, a, but, but, a, a but, but, but you couldn't, Lee. You couldn't. I, mean, I, I think you conflated two, two issues. I think you conflated Eddie and Ketia's poor position through the middle 
with the selection of Jesus on the left. As I said at the start, Jesus on the left, for Man City, that's where it was best. That's where, for Brazil, he's that's where he's best. He's down the middle all I, of his, all I, I of his time. I, I, I understand that. But I think the first thing is, say to, to make the point that Jesus on the left is an incorrect selection, for me, is not, is, that's, that's not true. You might, we can discuss whether we would have done that ourselves or not, but it's not like he's put in, uh, no, Jesus as a holding midfielder. This is my point. How, who oh. is our best forward in the That's my next world? point. That's my next point. So my next point oh. is then, I'm hearing again, I'm listening to Arsenal fans tonight on the radio phone-ins, making a similar point to what you're making. And the kind of vibe I'm getting here is, Lee, is that we're talking, I like Jesus. We all love Jesus. We all wax lyrical about him. He's a pleasure to watch. Technically gifted, skillful. He's a problem on the ball. Great movement, great presser, amazing. But let's not pretend like there's levels between Nketiah and Jesus in terms of as a striking threat, because there's not. There really isn't. And I would argue as, an as a out straight out finisher, scorer. as an out-and-out out finisher, I think Nketiah yes, is better. Yes, I agree. So but it brings something different to the team, Jordan. I agree, I agree. I agree, but the point That's I'm making is, but but the point I'm making is this idea that if you'd have put Jesus for the middle, he's significantly better. I think is wrong. The best chance no, no, of the game fell to him, and he missed us. It's a sitter. It's yeah, a it sitter. Yeah, you know, you know, you said to say Jesus would have started up front, he'd be considerably better. There's an argument there, and you're right. But starting Jesus up front, we are considerably better. And there's no argument there. And that's why I'm glad that James brought up the numbers because I'm not a numbers guy. I don't care mm. too much about XG stats and passes in from the eight and all that. But it sounds like from what James said that the numbers test, Eddie's not passed. The eye test, Eddie doesn't pass. And by this, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate what Lee said. This is not, It's never anything per I don't know none of these players personally, so it's never mm. personal. It's never mm. an agenda, and I'm not a hater of any football player that plays for Arsenal. But what it is, is I said it in my interview, my fan camp. When we play Eddie, we create far less chances and we're far yeah. less fluid than when yeah. we play Jesus. You're right, Jesus is not a clinical striker, but Jesus up front brings more chances for our left and right wingers. Now, that's the problem I'm having with it because Emil Smith-Rowe or Reese Nelson on the left and Jesus up top. I think we win the game. I got a United mm. supporting friend that, that messaged me saying you was a bit harsh in your fan camp. Tottenham, are, uh, they've been, they're a good side. They've started the season well. And he said, I don't think Nelson starting ahead of Eddie would have made much difference. I honestly believe if we started Jesus up top and Reese or ESR on the left, we win that game comfortably. Yeah, and and I, I don't know if you can put point. ESR and Demings in cold like that. I know Smith Rowe played in the week; he got fifteen minutes. But I just don't know if you can throw Mill Smith Rowe or Nelson into a North London derby cold from the start. ESR made his name at Arsenal, being thrown in against Chelsea in one of our worst periods of any manager, and he 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 took uh, it on board. Turkish, I'm going to be really honest. I I, I would ne I would not have had a problem if Eddie was playing out there. It's, it's nothing about the goal-scoring side of it. I watched a game against PSV, right? I've watched six games this season, right? The one game was against PSV. They're not a poor side, by the way. 26 games unbeaten before they played us, right? We were 3-0 up at half-time, creating goals left, right and centre, right? Now, yeah, yeah. today, we never look like scoring. <laughs> Because you've got your best player that does all that little inter-trick work and brings all players into play. It doesn't... 
it breaks down on Eddie. I'm sorry, but it breaks down on him like, you know what I mean? And that is the problem that you've got. And we never look like Scott. I'm watching that game today and we never look like Scott. I've seen game three days earlier and we look like we was going to rip a team open every single time. And to me, I want to ask the question, you know, this is a man that's supposed to be ruthless. Why, why are you putting players that are not played there? Now, I don't care what anybody says about Jesus. Yes, he might have played there for Manchester City. Right, he must, and he has done on a minute. I have not seen him play. I can't remember the last time I've seen Jesus start a game as a wide left player. I've not seen. I've, I, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong here, I, I did. I hear something today. I don't, I don't think he has. I don't. I don't think he has. First time. Is that the first I, I, time he's ever started I, together? I think. I think. And he does think it in an North London derby. This bloke. He's yeah, doing but, but, it. In, but, oh, but but Lee, but Lee, but Lee, but Lee, if, but Lee, if I'd, I'd, I'd be more with you, I'd be more with you, Lee, if he did that and Trossard and Martelli were fit. If they were both fit and he put they just left, I'd be with you. But the just mere fact your first listen, I'm hundred percent Jordan. That's my argument here. If Trossard or Martinelli's fit, there is it's Jesus goes down the middle. So and when you weaken it, why do it again? And on top of that, can I can I ask can I ask Jordan because I know you want to say something now, but mm. but why? And this is going to kind of segue. I, I'm not trying to segue it, but I segueing into another area where I think this problem could have been erased. Mm. Why did we give Reese Nelson a new contract if two of our wingers are mm. going to be injured? Yeah. And the decision and is thank you. to move a thank striker you. down to the... Why give him the... You know why? I agree. It's nice. Yeah. It's Arsenal. It's Hayland. And it's Smith Rowe. You bring him into it and all. I, 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 no, Turkish, I, I, Turkish. Smith Rowe plays there, right? But why have you bringing in a forward to play there? Like, you know what I mean? Why, but when it comes to the goalkeepers and other positions, you're ruthless. And I'm not being horrible. This isn't the first time this bloke's doing it. He's putting party in at right back when we've got right backs. I, and, I think. I, I, sorry, no, I, I think I said in my fan cam, I, I think Arteta had a, a tactical howler in this. Um, and and actually, the, the, like the, the starting Eddie and Jesus, I, I wasn't as hating on it. it. It proved pretty terrible in game. And by the way, not every take we have has to be something we saw before the game. We're allowed to watch the game and then go, oh, he got that decision wrong just because I wasn't hating on it pre-game. Um, it didn't work with Jesus and Eddie in the way it did. Um, you're so right about Reese Nelson. He didn't just, and, and, and actually, Turkish didn't just get that contract right. because it's nice as hell. Right. I felt he earned it through playing really well last year, which makes me think you believed in him, Arteta. You believed in him to win us the game against Bournemouth. You believed in him to turn it around against Man United only less than a month ago. So, why you're right, our three left wingers are out. His best position is on the left wing. Why are you doing this? It reminds me of when he moved Xhaka out of midfield against Brighton and chucked him in at left back Definitely, when we had the yeah. party injury. And you're thinking, no, the one thing you shouldn't do, if you've lost a player on the left, don't dismantle another position to try and fix that, especially when you've got a Reese Nelson. He had a shocker there. The, Havertz, let me tell you one thing about this Havertz sub at halftime. He came on for one reason only. He's six foot three. I'm not even joking. The minute Rice came off injured, I honestly think Arteta thought we need to get some presence in that midfield because it's just Jorginho and Odegaard. Now, in theory, I quite like it. But Havertz and Odegaard played miles away from Jorginho. They didn't protect him at all. He had a shocker on the goal by that. That's all his fault. There's nothing tactical about that. Um, and, and that was just another tactical play that I thought Arteta got so wrong. And El Elneny, who hasn't kicked a ball in about six, seven months, I'm not even joking. I've got, I'd have got him in 
just to just to congest the midfield a bit because we were being run through the whole time. I think Arteta's record in North London Derby is quite good as well. Who? Have you ever seen El Nene do what Jorginho done, Jordan? Uh, Have you ever seen El Nene do that? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm with James. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say the starting eleven came out and I was fuming like Lee was. I wasn't. I was happy with the eleven. But where I'm with James is during the game, it wasn't working. It just mm. wasn't working. So um, that, that's where I'm with James. I think on this, there's the have a something. I, I think he did have he did have a shocker as well. And I believe this goes back to the whole thing we spoke about earlier in the season about just because you're tall doesn't mean you've got presence. Havertz yeah. doesn't have presence for me. He's tall, he's six foot four, but he doesn't have presence for me. So for me, if that was the rationale, he's a madman. And just finally, going back to your question, Turkish, about um, why did he give the contract to Reese Nelson? It's a fair question. I, 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 I'm more interested in, why did you keep Smith-Rowe? Because you've got a £40 million asset there you could have solved in the summer. If you had no plans to play him, there's something going wrong there. Something clearly is going wrong there between Arteta and Smith-Rowe. Clearly. Last year was fitness issues. This year, from what I'm hearing behind the scenes, his fitness is up to scratch. So something's going wrong there. So why did you keep Smith-Rowe when you could have just sold Smith-Rowe and got 40 mil? That's what I'm all confused about because Smith-Rowe's an asset. I don't know if you see it watching on the TV. I don't know. But for five minutes of that game, um, I think Saka got an injury, was walking about injured. And he still didn't bring him on. He still did not get him off straight mm. away, like you know what I mean. It was, Something's going it was wrong there. Delayed Something's going and delayed wrong and there. delayed, and in the end, Saka's going, "Get me off, get me off. I, I'm doing your job now." You know what I mean? Like I, I've got to say, like it's, it was pathetic today. What I see today, like you know, you made a great point there about about the contract. I think it's fantastic. Why give it to him, Smith Rowe as well, like. But what I'm going to say is, you're going to get this. Why, why are these? Why are you doing that? And I'm sitting here and, and waiting, and then like someone like uh, I'm, I, I, I don't want to keep bringing up the goalkeeping thing, but like oh, well, I haven't played that bad, and I've been dropped. But here I'm seeing other players continually keep playing, not doing the business, and still getting more and more chances. Uh, the Havertz one today, uh, you know, I, I don't think you can blame him today. I think he's got to be, you know, chucked into. I honestly thought Vieira was injured as well, like you know what I mean. So, but when you're losing. Partey, and then you're losing. Maybe he um, was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah, like you're losing them rice. It is a real. You you you're going into your third choice midfield player, like you know what I mean. And let's be be honest about it. You know, I, I look at um Jorginho today, and you know he he hasn't had the minutes. He's got caught out, and and give them credit, they took that chance. Madison done exactly the same thing as as Jorginho give it away in an even worse area and didn't get punished. Mm. That is not yeah. Mikel's fault and that's not any... That is bad. We do not, and I mean this now, we are not ruthless enough in our forward play. We missed too many good We're chances. Not. You know what I mean? I think Spurs mm. had three chances today. Two of them, they scored from. The other one was on target. It was a great save from Raya. No, We're wonderful and- with some of our chances. We really are, boys. And that's and so okay. So there's two points I want to make here. The the, the actual general play and how it went because I actually think there were and no one wants to hear it, but I think there were some positives. We'll go into that in a sec. I do want to say something without this becoming like a you know like a post mortem on everything Arteta's ever done wrong at Arsenal. But is anyone noticing a slightly worrying trend in like we kind of give him a lot of credit for how well he uh, buys in the market, recognizing the players we need and all that. But there's something about that midfield area. 
he seems to be getting very wrong, especially in that kind of left A area. Now, Fabio Vieira came for 35 million. And we're, we're now, I think, starting to see... I don't actually think he was terrible in the first half. Ineffective, but not terrible. There were worse players on the pitch. But it doesn't look like the answer. Not right now. So then you've got Thomas Partey who came in for 45 million as a six, but has had lots of injury problems. Declan Rice, we're yet to see. Jorginho, he's been fine, poor today. Um... Who else are his options on that left-hand side? Smith-Rowe's given a new contract too, but he doesn't look like the option. And then he signed Kai Havertz. He's messed around with that midfield a lot. I'd say the Erd- Erdegaard, and I think we all agree Rice will be, but the Erdegaard's been the only legitimate hit of all the midfielders he signed. Let's add Sambi Lokongo, who he signed for £22 million. So there's something about that left midfield role or, or that, that central midfield kind of more box-to-box role, the supporting cast to Erdegaard and then Partey slash Rice that he's not managed to get right. And I think today, a big part of where the battle was lost was in midfield. Because Basuma and Saar, we had a good chat, didn't we, before the game, Jordan? You were saying Basuma's brilliant and we're underrating him. Yeah, I think on on today's evidence, you're you're probably right. Um, But I still don't think he's as good as we slightly allowed him to be. Like, I saw him lose the ball a couple of times when we actually did press Mm -hmm. them. I just thought our midfield just didn't, like function as a team. They were miles apart from each other. They weren't combining with the striker, which I've alluded to is part of Lieddy's fault. And Arteta just hasn't got that balance of the midfield right, really, since Granit Xhaka left. And we go back to a fan cam Turkish delivered a while ago. I think with Xhaka in this team today, again, I think we probably win that game. I don't think we get overrun in midfield. I, I, I agree with that because we're, I, I've been saying that, like, you know, we, we, it, it doesn't gone on that position. I've just got to say this because I, I think it's a fantastic question that, uh, that uh, I'm not going to mention names, but I put that in my WhatsApp group, right? You know, why? why this is a couple of the answers I've got back. Maintaining our sell-on value is why we, we give Nelson a chance. So we let players leave on a free and then we criticise when we let them go on a free. So we tie them down for another year. Pathetic, pathetic answers. And you know what? It's pathetic fans that give these answers. You know why? Because it's so disingenuous. We're not, we're, we're, when, when fans like myself talk about don't let players go on a free, I mean Alexis Sanchez. I mean Aaron Ramsey. I mean players like Messi Ozu and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I don't mean fucking Reese Nelson and, and it, it, Eddie and Kepa. This is what you're dealing with. You know, I mean, it's about the team and about, you know, if you don't think Reese Nelson's good enough, you don't carry him, you let him go. That's football. You know what Remember? I mean? Oh, so he's actually at the club so we can sell him next year. Is it? It's unbelievable. James, do you, remember, I mean? do you remember when we re-signed Nelson and I, and I questioned that? I said, I don't get why we're re-signing him when there was many opportunity at the end of last season where Saka needed to be taken out and you didn't yeah. trust Reese Nelson to do that. So why give the contract? Now, this is the first real moment where we look at a game and we think, what did we lack? We lacked width, that's for sure. We lacked a bit of pace and direct running, that's for sure. The only one with that profile out of the players we had to pick from is Reese Nelson. I, I'd yeah. argue he's the most direct after Martinelli, if I'm honest. Yeah. So why like, give these like. contracts? Like, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's and, and you're a Reese fan, exactly. You like Reece Nelson. I don't want people to. I, I like Reese Nelson, and I thought it's best for him to leave in the summer and best for us because it didn't look like we trust him enough or Arteta. And for him, he deserves more game time. So, if he went to Palace or he went to Brighton or whatever clubs he was in, I think it would have been better for him. But I remember as well in the summer, we spoke, James, and I said, This might not be the final form of what Arteta has in here. 
last season might not be the final form because ever since he's come in, he's made little changes, little changes, little changes that resulted in last season. And I thought to myself, this might not be the final form. When he replaces Xhaka, we'll probably see the final form. And that doesn't mean it's going to be a pro. It can be a con. And I can't lie. The word howler was used in fan cam from James. I used the word howler. I don't want to bring it back to him, but that Kai Havertz decision is a howler because it had me saying I miss Granite Xhaka. And I, again, I'm not saying that Who literally. Who put on though to, today in place of that? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be devil's advocate with, with Arteta because I, I'm, I'm asking you now, who do you put on in, in place there? So I, I, think there's a, I think there's two things. And this is really not hindsight. I said at the time. Going into the game, I said I was tempted by Jorginho sitting so that Rice could almost... Jorginho's already on, James. No, no, I'm, I'm talking before the game. So, like, uh, I don't think Vieira is necessarily the answer for this game either. So, I would have had, I would have let Rice play a more box-to-box role, covering with Georgina. I think that would have worked best. Okay, then you come to halftime and, and uh, Vieira's got to come off, whatever. You're looking at have it. I think Smith Rowe has a little bit more bulkiness. He's a little bit sturdier than Havertz. And I think has looked a bit sharper than him. Otherwise, and I know it's crazy because he's barely kicked a ball. We were getting so overrun in midfield, I would have sat Georgina and Elneny. And I know that in big 2023, Georgina and Elneny starting at the base for Arsenal in North London Derby is very uninspiring. But at least you've got two sitters who understand somewhat protecting the goal and getting into a shape and looking after each other. And Elneny's got some dynamism and can get stuck in. They might keep it safe. Havertz... He wasn't, he wasn't good. He was actually pretty poor. He wasn't the worst. I thought others were also equally as bad. But he just didn't have any impact. Like, I don't understand what he came on the pitch to try and do. Was he there to try and create? Was he trying to get on the end of things? So I didn't, get, I didn't see him get forward. Was he meant to protect Jorginho? Because I didn't see that. I think the best thing he did, again, was win headers. This guy's a striker. He's a target man. I'm not saying he's a good one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, but, but that's, I think that's the only thing. He's consistently done well since he arrived at Arsenal. Get on the end of long balls. He actually did I that was, well today. I, I, I was very, very loud. That's a bit, bit stretched. I was very vocal in trying to rationale the logic behind signing Kai Havertz and why I thought he should have persisted in this team. But I'm not ignorant and I'm happy to kind of call out when, when I'm... It's looking like a howler. That, I think that's the word. The Kai, I'm, not, I'm not giving up on Kai Havertz just yet. His confidence is on the floor. But it's 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 the it's the basics. I think James mentioned it a few weeks ago, a few a few pods back. Just give me the basics. Just give me. I'm not expecting you to score a screamer. I'm not expecting you to get an assist. I'm expecting just just basics. Just keep the ball. Just, just a bit of tempo, a bit of intensity. Um, and, and that was I, I didn't get any of that today. So I think the Kyber thing is is it's looking like it's gonna be it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a, a howler come the end of the season. But let's see how that plays out. I think on the game generally, because I, I don't know if we're, we're gonna get to Ray. Yeah, but yeah. On the game generally, I thought a draw was a fair result. Yeah, I thought Arsenal yeah. did some good things in the first half without being. I said at one nil, maybe one nil up. I was at work today covering the game. I said to my colleague, kill the game. Kill the get the second and kill the game. Because at 2 0, this is a good Spurs side. They could have pulled back two goals. They could have. But I think if we go 2 0 up at half time, I think then we go into, we have a bit of fun and we try and either get the third and make it a bit embarrassing or we go into control mode. And you know what? We're going to just jab, jab, just keep your arms length and we'll see how a 2 0 win. You don't get. 
this Tottenham team is a good team now. They're not as good as I think people make them out to be, but they're significantly yeah, better than when they come to Emirates normally. You need that second goal. And when they scored their equaliser, which, by the way, defensively, oh my God, three of them. I was calling out the Rashford goal, the Emirates, a few weeks ago because there were three players that didn't deal with the Rashford strike. I was fuming then. Same again. There's three players on Son. It's a great finish, by the way, from, first, from the Spurs' first point goal, of view. It's a gr- first goal. The first goal. It's yeah. a great finish. But from a defensive point of view, there's three players there. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. It's, it's embarrassing, that goal. It's such a bad goal to concede. And it's more dirty sheets. Why can't we keep clean sheets at the Emirates? What's going mm. on here? This, for me, is why I'm looking at Arteta now. Because this, is, this, isn't a, this isn't a run of games. This is a problem. Why can't we keep clean sheets at the Emirates? This is where we, I, wanna... I think we all in our predictions. This, this, go on, sorry, go on, I don't know if you see that guy again. I've not watched you on TV. Don't show you. They all give up. They all think the ball's going out. They all stop. You have a look, and they all stop. That's Declan Rice, mm. right? Who's a, an experienced quality midfield player. Uh, I think it's Ben White and Saliba. I'm not. I'm not it's Ben White. Sure. Is it Ben White? So, yeah. You know, they're all top, top players. They switch off and we get done by it. And what was really more annoying about that was, you can forget, you know, about the Kyavis. We can go back to that in a minute, like, you know. We're 1-0 up with three minutes to go to half-time. What do you do? You get see it half-time. out. You see it out to half-time and then go from there. Get to and half-time. They get to half-time. And we do not defend properly. We made a, you know, they, they carve us open with, the, with a good save from Raya. Then the, the actual goal was a shambles of a goal. You know what I mean? I don't know what Raya was doing for, for a start. And then from then on, it's shocking. It's shocking from Saka. But realistically, you know what I mean? Like, we just, we just switch off. We switch yeah, off at yeah. times. And, uh, and that's, I'm not blaming Arteta for that. You can blame But it continually keeps happening. It's been happening for a year and a half now. And all the analysis is, all the computers, all the people they've got there, they've still not been able to resolve this. Can I um, can I go into sort of like one positive and negative that I kind of just want to cover in this game? Because Jordan mentioned then that first half we did some good stuff. And I, and I do think, for the sake of being balanced on the pod, I do want to cover that. There was a point in that game, the first 10 minutes, I thought Tottenham had most of the ball. And they were just kind of feeling their way into the game. And then I actually thought at that point, Arsenal's plan became quite clear. They actually weren't looking to, you know, retain possession 80% and play their football. They, they were they were winning the ball quite high up the pitch against Spurs and having some moments in transition. There are a few openings. You look at when Eddie got the ball with his back to goal and for some reason turned back into traffic and lost it. Vieira did a very similar thing. Um, there were kind of just moments where you're like, the space is there, go. And they just kind of got it wrong. Um, that Jesus chance really should have put us 2-0 up. And yeah. I think there are other moments like, you know, Jesus actually forced a good save out of Vicario. Eddie, you know, with that shot at the near post, could he cut it back to Vieira? I'm, I'm not sure if I've seen some moments where it looks like he could maybe. Um, so, so I actually think for all the kind of disappointment, and, and yes, it's right to say that a draw was fair, I think Arsenal could have been two, maybe three nil up, sort of before Tottenham get their first goal and before Tottenham started looking really dangerous. But I want to touch on one negative, And again, I've written it in my notes here. I felt Arsenal today, it's very rare I do a show reading off notes, but sometimes when it's a game this big, you, you've got to resort to all this. I thought Arsenal today, and I'd love to know your thoughts, we are the team that challenged for the title last year. We are the team that I think has the more experienced players with Jorginho in there and Rice and whatever. I thought we looked like the amateurs on the pitch today. 
Like I thought, if you're talking men against boys, I thought we looked the boys in the way we kind of managed. Sorry, my internet's going a bit. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. hear you all good. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, um, got you, got I thought we looked like the boys in this battle. I just thought everything was far too emotional, far too just like we just didn't handle the occasion right. From Arteta once again, you know, extremely animated on the touchline. I'm not saying necessarily did anything wrong, but he was in the opposite dugout, Postacoglu, calm as you like. From Arsenal, giving the ball away and just looking very sloppy and lacking in ideas, to Tottenham doing rondos around us that you wouldn't believe, to the amount of yellow cards. Martin Odegaard couldn't press properly after his yellow card yeah, in the 20th minute or whatever. Shocking. He couldn't press. Why did he get that yellow for descent or something? James. Sorry? He, he was guaranteed getting a book in the fella. Why is he telling him the ref to book him? It was a guarantee. He was 100% going to give him a book in. It was stupid from our captain. Yeah. Lack of professionalism there. Eddie yeah. and Ketia. I think Eddie's lucky to not get a red, you know, because he's I actually agree. caught him both legs around Vicario. I, I think Vicario's left his leg there it to get been a leg break. It could have been a it should leg have been a red. It, it was bad. So it could have been a red, right? So wild yellow cards. Um, I'm seeing huddles at half time when you've just been in the changing room. What's all this performative, let's all get in a huddle and sort of... Like, should I be honest? Like, because we let just strolled out ready for the second half. And sorry, just one last thing. And I've mentioned it a few times. People are gonna think I'm a hater. And, and let me just let me just caveat by saying uh Bakara Saka got the deflected goal, scored a brilliant penalty in a pressurized moment, fair play, created the chance for Jesus against Vicario, and had the shot saved by Vicara that nearly crawled in at the end. So Saka did his part going forward. Don't get me wrong, had a very good battle with Udogi. But I just felt all this like sort of the celebrations and everything, you know, it just all felt so amateurish. I was watching Arsenal mm. like, you lot just aren't handling this occasion well from the clowning with the dart and and then the kind of like conceding a minute later. Pathetic. And then the I shit, agree. it's just like, you all just look so amateurish it. today. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so I'm disappointed. So totally we should have looked like the team that could handle the occasion. And Tottenham, I thought, handled it so much better. Do you know, I'll just say, I don't know if you see it like, and, I, and this is where I'm looking at their manager and I'm thinking, as much as I don't like you because you're a Spurs manager, he played his perfect game. I don't know if you see it, but the huddle they'd done, they went all the way over to the to, to where their Spurs fans were, were, right in the corner and done a huddle just before the game kicked off, made Arsenal wait. Don't know if you see right. that, like. No, you know, no, right? no, I didn't no. see that. So, so they, you know, we have the huddle before the game and all that. They all went over to buy the corner flag, buy the Spurs, buy the Spurs. I've never seen it before, and they all had a huddle. What that's basically telling you, everybody, we're all in it together. You mm -hmm. played the perfect game. Silly little things like throwing darts and all that, like. You know, I'm not. No, no, I don't mind it when he done it with the Rashford thing because Rashford went, you know, like like Song did, come in front of our fans and give it, like you know what I mean. I I, I think that sometimes you can do that, but I just I'm so right on all that. Like we just I, wasn't that today. Was that today? and the manager has to take a lot of the play. And, and one thing I've got to go back to, guys. You know what I mean? You, if you've got to make two substitutions at half time, if they're forced on you, yeah. But one, why why did he have to make two? You know what I mean? If uh, Declan Rice has gone down, you, you, you keep keep Vieira on for at least 10 minutes or so. I'm, 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 I can't believe it. I'm, I'm baffled that, that he turned around and said it was tactical. I, I think by well, saying I, I, that, I'm, I'm pulling my hair out. I think I've done. But let's well, go. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, James. No, no, I, 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 agree with every, I agree with every word you said. It, it didn't feel like... 
I always bang on about control. And the reason why I think I was in the minority of the Arsenal fan base that loved the Everton game was it was only 1-0. But it was a game where from minute one to minute 94, we had our foot on their neck. And we missed a few chances we should have scored. But at no point in that game, no point did I think Everton were going to score. We controlled the game. We had yeah. possession today. We didn't have control. And I think that the whole the celebration of darts thing, I don't have a problem with per se, but go and win the game. Go and win the game. <laughs> if you're going to do all that nonsense, go and win the game. And if you don't win the game, you just look like you do look like amateurs. It's important to say also the artist's record in the North London derby, generally, as far as I'm aware, is actually quite good. So he does normally get it right in his North London derby. But he's up yeah. against a young, innovative... Yeah, I think even away, he's won, he's won one, drawn one, lost a couple. But I, I could be wrong. But overall, uh, his record, I think... Again, Spurs isn't, isn't isn't too bad and the mere fact that I think Spurs had three candidates for man of the match in my opinion and we had only one we, we were lucky to get a red card the penalty I think is the penalty but it's lucky and the reason why I say mm. it's lucky is because that exact same incident could happen next weekend and I would put my house on it not being given as a, as a penalty so I think it's the penalty I think it is a penalty but it's a goal I think it's lucky in the... sorry if you don't aim ball it's a goal Mm-hmm. No, no, but the point I'm, I think it's a penalty, but the point I'm making is I think it's lucky in the sense that next week, if that exact same thing happens, I don't have any faith that it's given. So we, we got the right ref on the right day. So I'm just making the point that things went for us, and I still Both don't think lucky. we capitalized yeah. on it. I, I, I agree with James Romero with the Van yeah, Persie. I agree. I agree. As well, you know, that, that does favor Turkish. <laughs> I, I know you wanted to come in there because I think the, I think the Stories, amateurish but... point, I think resonated with you somewhat yeah yeah you, you was on the watch along when when we came out and did that huddle you know what i thought about it it's all performative when 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 Rhea made that save and ramsdale did the clapping it's performative and why i think you asked because us fans lap it up and i say us fans because i'm an arsenal fan and so are the people lapping it up but come on like part of raising the standards is 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 not is not making a meal out of our club doing a huddle. How many times did we do huddles last year? And you'll have some twat off Twitter making a compilation of it saying lions or, the, or boys to men or these men are ready now. They got the hunger and you'll get some fucking brave heart music over it. And then you'll get your, and then James, how many times last season did Odegaard and other players turn to the fans in the stadium? Come on, come on. Another yeah, one. Always... You'll get a twat on Twitter editing all of this look at the hunger in his eyes all of these things are perf- you f- you think giving the number 14 shirt to eddie isn't performative or the number 10 to emil smith row isn't performative it's all performative like like um this dog that's in our fucking club picture win you think i give a shit about a dog Nah, but then you'll, have, but you'll have so many fans online and so many fans taking oh it's cute Oh, win. It's, you know, look at them bringing the dog into the picture. What you got look against at... dogs, Turkish? What nah. you got against dogs? What's, what's... Well, I've got, well, I've got a he problem. He told me he's a cat person, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking lion, and that's what they should have brought <laughs> But am I lying, though? Why do we lap it so, up like that? What, what, so, why, so... Is, why is a dog in the team photo such big news online? Why? No, so, so I, think, I, think there's, I think there's two things here, which is... Some of these kind of things Arteta is trying to do 
I don't have a problem with, but I also agree with you that it's like, why is it considered some massive deal? Like you, you, you're right. It's somewhat lapped up, but like, I don't think having a dog at the training ground is a bad idea. Like, cool. No, like, have the dog. Don't, but don't be doing his stories about him and videos about him. Like he's a part of the fucking <laughs> starting 11. Just well, have him run around the place. Have him run around the place. Pet him a little bit. Don't make a movie out of the dog. Just, just have him there. You know, Wynn, Wynn that dog's a star. Put some respect to the dog's name. Turkish. Do you know one point today, which, which I've got to <laughs> Wynn's getting a battery you know, here. Win doesn't the, deserve that, man. No, he doesn't. Win doesn't deserve that. You know, Wynn, when I, I, I'll, I'll leave this podcast. Don't say win and don't start re referencing this dog on this podcast. I, did, 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 you know, when the players give it all that, they got a new dog with points shared coming. You know, when the players give it all of that, right? Seriously, now, you know, when all the players give it all that and they get a response, goals conceded. Sorry, Mikel Arteta done that today. <laughs> Mikel Arteta done that today and he did not get a response. What what did he do? He went to the crowd like like up like that to get a response from the crowd, not but he didn't get it. So I um I got wound up I said, by no, I got I, I got wound up by a game very recently. It might have been Fulham, I can't remember. And I mentioned on this podcast where players will do this. Mm. And and I want I want it's so I want to be careful I say this, yeah, because I'm not... It's one... It, we didn't even lose. It's one draw against Tottenham. It was, you know, four wins out of six, two draws. It's not a nightmare. Our season can still go on to achieve great things. I fully believe that. So I don't want to go over the top, but I think players sometimes need to read the room a little bit. Like, the crowd... What the crowd needs sometimes is just like... How do I explain it? It's it's just work hard and do your basics. And yeah, it's when you're making stupid right, mistakes right, right, and right. we don't understand and we're looking and going, what's going on? And and, and then you're telling us to get up for it. We're like, but we are up for it. You're not up for it. <laughs> like, And that's why I think we struggle. It's hey, like, what? Fans didn't fall for it today, James. We can hear the Emirates from the studio. They didn't fall from it today. They, they, they I think the the Emirates. Do you know when we was in before the game? We were saying we could hear it and all that. Like the atmosphere mm. was poor for a North London derby today. All right. Really? Yeah, um, it looked it. For, it looked for, it. For the first oh. time ever, I, can I remember? We was that was the worst it's been on it. Do you know why? Because of the performance. That there was there was something not there, and the fans were, I think, feeling a little bit like me, feeling a little bit down about it and all that. Like so, when he comes up and says, "Come on, all that night." Like, I felt like saying to him, well, you should have done that, you know, in your team talk or something like that. You know, you let, you let me down today. You as a manager, you as a player has let me down today. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want you going like that to me today. It was the wrong, even he didn't read the room, James. So if you've got the players sure. not reading it and not the manager, like, it, 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 I, didn't, it, it went on deaf ears today. Can I? Go on, John. Can I just go back to Turkish's point about standards as well? Because I remember... Uh, watching a lot of videos ahead of the draw for the Champions League group stages. That's the best thing you said that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know if I'd frozen. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know one of the worst things, I don't know about, well, just we're going back to the Emirates as well, like, you know, Jordan made a great point earlier on, we control oh, away games. We do control away games, like, you know. We're much better away from home. We do yeah. not. Con there is. N we do not control home games. We're never in control on a home game. At one 0 up today, 
Like, if that was last week, we just controlled it and see it out. But today, we, we, we went in panic stations for some unknown reason for about 10 minutes at the end there. We just don't control games as well as what we should do at home. Oh, I feel, I, I feel exhausted coming out of a home game. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I, like, the first time it was, I haven't felt like that was on, on Wednesday. But every other game, I've, I've come out there, you know what I mean? Like the Fulham game, Nottingham Forest, the Man United game. We've not been in control of those games at all. Sorry, Jordan, we lost you. Sorry, my internet was basically shut, shut the really? hell off. I was just making the point that ahead of the Champions League group stages, a lot of people were talking about wanting to avoid this big team and avoid that big team. And I thought it was quite embarrassing. And in a similar way, yesterday, I heard a lot of Arsenal fans talking about, oh, Rodri suspended now for the Arsenal game. Getting really excited about that. And I thought to myself, so you want to tiptoe to a Champions League type to a Champions League final, and you want to tiptoe to a Premier League title? I think this sort of stuff is really boring. Look, would I rather play Man City without Rodri? Yes, but the last twenty four hours has been about oh, we could. If you're going to have that rhetoric as an Arsenal fan, you better go and win the game then, Arsenal, because the idea that they're significantly weaker without mm-hmm. Rodri means you should win the game. And I think the mentality of the Arsenal fan base that they want to tiptoe around the big teams for a Champions League final, and they want to tiptoe to a Premier League run in. I just find a little bit, a, 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 just a bit loserish, in, in my opinion. And also, and just for just finally as well, I think you mentioned James about the fact that it was just we didn't lose; it was a draw. Bringing it back to the title race, <laughs> I'm going to go against my own rule here and skip a game ahead, which I hate when people do that. So I want to just flag that from early. But we're now kind of in the position whereby if we don't beat Manchester City in two weeks' time, assuming we go with the same gap we've got right now. We're in that kind of area now of we can't lose another game because what, seven, seven points, points is it'll be seven points then won't it? Yep, we've got we've got, we've got three games if, if we lose Jordan, them. Uh, Joel, we've got three games before that. Three games we might be able to have a four. Oh, I no, we've got one oh, Premier was, League game, game off the next. We've got a Carabao Cup, we've got Premier League, and then we've got Champions League. Yeah, I'm next. talking about Premier League. I'm talking about Premier yeah, League. Yeah, one I game before that. Games we've all, we, we're, we're, where we could lose another two or three players yet, like, you know what I mean? The way things no, no, no. are going, we will. I'm just making the... Yeah, well, I'm just making the point that yeah. if, if we don't get ourselves to yeah. sort it quickly and we don't win that game, you're, you're, you're kind of in that territory of you can't lose another game and it's, it will be, what, back end of October? Middle of October by then? You don't win the title, do you? Realistically, no. I, I, they're not winning the title this year. I, I've seen enough. I, 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 I predicted we would. I predicted we would, and, and I'm not after four wins and two draws going to. Well, I, I am. I, 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 don't, I, I don't see us improving unless the manager changes his attitude. I really but then, with all, with all due respect, did you predict Arsenal to win the league before the season started? I thought they had a very good chance, quietly. But, but, but. I'm sure you. I'm sure you did a predictions or something. Did you say? Oh, I, I, was, I would say Manchester City, but I, I don't think Manchester City are going to get as many points as they did last season. Yeah, I'll put that no, there. But, but that that's fair. I think, and I'm right in thinking Turkish. You said City. Yeah, Jordan. Did you say City? I, I said Arsenal. Okay. So, so, so I, I said Arsenal. I, I don't think four wins and two draws in our first six is enough to knock me to think that's it. And I know that they play at an, an exceptional level, City. Um, but but, I, but I, let's put it this way. If this is enough for me to change my mind on whether I think Arsenal are going to win the league, then I never really believed Arsenal were going to win the league. So, But, um, but what I'm, if they beat us, James? What if they beat us in two weeks? 
Oh, we're fucked. So uh, we're, okay. we're done then. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was my point. We, 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 was my point. we have to win that game. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. you see, sorry, sorry, sorry to change it back, but I'm really getting pissed off because even afterwards, I see Madison's interview. Have you all seen Madison's interview when he's asked? Yeah, about what he said about Saka, Saka celebration, and he said, and he, Lee, have you, Jordan, have you seen it? No. No. He turns around. Yeah, and goes, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, he was probably still doing the celebration when I spun him for the first goal. And now, listen, I know they're friends, but guess what? That makes it worse. There ain't no time for friends in the North Front. There ain't no. T- How many times do you see a player talk about Man City like this? De Bruyne, De Bruyne and Van Dijk are good friends. They're good mm. friends on the mm. pitch. It's different. You don't. Who came on? Havertz comes on at half time. He goes to Sun. Talking under their breath, a little smile, a pat on the back. Jesus in like the last 10 minutes in the box with, with Romero, Romero and Son. Lo- smiling, talking to the... What's, what, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it goes to my professionalism point that we look like amateurs. We look like we, we didn't really understand the occasion. And that's a fair point. I think you're right to bring that up. Because that's not how we played the games in previous years. We played them like we were desperate to batter them. And, and do you know uh, what? Another one. Uh, that's where Shaka's been missed. I said we like Shaka was not yeah, just yeah. missed for, from from his foot. He he don't let people mess about with him and all that. Like you know what I mean? And and and, and others as well. Like I, I think he's been a big miss for us. You know, um, I tell you what, teams never took liberties with us. You know what I mean? Like Madison was going around it. There was times at there. I thought look, before we say, it, I thought Madison was 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 brilliant for them today. But his shithouser yeah. at times was, you know what I mean, like getting, getting, you know, like if you winding me up, and and, and he was, up and yeah, he was just allowed get the <coughs> in way. Don't you dare get near one of my players. Check would have exactly. pushed him away. Don't get nowhere near one of my players. Go get get yourself away. James, what did I say to watch along? Exactly yeah. the same thing. Stop letting him pick our players up like yeah. kids. Stop yeah. it. This is what I mean. We, we look like the boys in the game. Yeah, we I look, agree. I think we we look like the amateurs. And this is, and this is what I mean. And, and that's, and you know, and, 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 and you know, the whole, the whole dart celebration and what Madison said, they said that they had banter and they were trash talking each other before, whatever. And I have no doubt that Saka's a good kid who we have praised for his fantastic mentality since coming into this Arsenal team. So w- what I'm trying to say more is, it's just, it's it's one added thing to the way the whole team and and the manager and everyone seem to approach this game. This kind of lack of maturity, really. And the dart celebration for the first goal when it took a massive deflection off Romero. Well, I didn't love it then. I certainly didn't love it when we went two one up from the penalty and we weren't playing that well. And you'd already been spun by Madison for their equaliser. I thought. He's done you in game. Like I, 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 I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is clever. But but I do. It's been it's been very cathartic. I feel better for this discussion. Just <clears throat> I do want to say that I think I think we could for all the problems. I think we could have been tuning up in this game, and I think we could have won it. Yeah, it coulda, woulda, shoulda, sure. But I think the context and the order in which these things happen mattered. And I think we could have been two, maybe three and a lot before Tottenham really started playing and started impressing. I do think, it's not excuses, that's why I waited till 55 minutes to mention it. I do think it's so unfortunate having Timber, Partey, Rice for the second half, Martinelli and Trossard all missing. Because I think all five of them play a massive part in this game. Yeah. Whether it's off the bench, 
<coughs> whether it's tearing apart a pretty open Tottenham team. We talk about matching them for physicality, uh, Sar and Basuma. Could you find a better midfield pair than Partey and Rice from any other individual squad to go toe-to-toe with them for physicality? So I think it's disappointing that we didn't have them as well. Um, And lastly, that I still think we look far from our best. We didn't lose. And, And I want the team not to feel... How do I put it? We need them to bounce back. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Go win the Carabao Cup game. I'm sick of going out of cups early. Go smash up Bournemouth. And then is there a better opportunity for a response than Man City at home? Like, yeah, just... We've got, we've got Brentford for it. Uh, so we've got Bournemouth next week. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Go, go smash Bournemouth. So Brentford, Bournemouth, Lons. Three away games. I'm quite glad we're away from the Emirates, quite frankly. Get yeah, all right now. Done. I'm getting fed up with it. I'm getting fed yeah, up with it. Get really those three done. Um, and then Man City is a is is a big opportunity, and they you know they, they, nothing will wake us up. Nothing will make us forget the North London derby more. And I know that we're gonna we're saying we haven't won in 10, 11, 12, whatever it is, Premier League games against Man City, and I get that. But I still think they can be got at. I still think when we hit form, we can be good enough, and they got to respond. I think it's a great point you make about the, the Emirates because I can I, I can tell you this now that the feeling that I'm getting around the ground and that the fans are getting fed up. They're getting fed up with conceding Why goals. Fed up? fed up with conceding goals all the time. There was a, a half time like even I heard a couple of fans saying by the side of me going, I'm fed up. It's not so much them them Scottish uh, you know that we're not winning the game. I'm I'm, I'm more more peed off. We can't keep a clean sheet. Against you know, we can't defend properly, we can't do this. There was a little bit of groans in all that, like, and I'm with you on this now. <coughs> Three away games now, where I think that you know, there's a is the different sort of approach for our defending and all that, like, you know, no, really no, but 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 sorry, just for, just very briefly, I know we've got to move on, but. I don't think that is the answer because it's all well and good saying we got three away games or two, yeah, three away games in the row now. We're still we, have to address- <laughs> we have to address this problem at home. Yeah, it's got to be addressed. You know somewhere. what I mean? So I actually want a home game because we can't run, we've got to still play all the home games. Do you know what I mean? Ahead of us. So we've got to fix this problem. I just want to, I know it's going to be unpopular, but my final point on the game would be, I just want to give Spurs a bit of credit. Oh, thank God his internet's gone again. Perfect timing. No, it was perfect. It was, it was meant to be. Well done. I want I did want to listen. I did have a question here um, regarding the injuries, but because we're nearly touching an hour and because we've got another podcast coming out this Thursday after the Carabao Cup game with Brentford, I think we're going to be much better placed to talk about a potential injury crisis come Thursday because we'll know more about Trossard, we'll know more about Martinelli, Rice, Saka, etc. Yeah. So we'll save that conversation for Thursday, people, and we'll move it straight on to the first of the three away games. And that's Brentford in the Carabao Cup. Now, James, you mentioned the need to bounce back. We've also mentioned some of the injury, injuries we have. What do we do with the Carabao Cup now? Because Brentford away is not an easy tie. They're, they've just had a poor result um, in game week six as well. They're going to want to win it. They're going to go strong, presumably. What do we do? Uh, I, I, listen, there's an international break in a few weeks' time. Um, yeah, some of them will obviously go off on that. So that's that's hard work for some. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. If you ask me for an 11 off the top of my head, I'm not 100% sure. 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not saying anything clever here, but it's just rotate enough to still win the game, but give players the rest they need. Saka, I don't think, should be playing. Played too much, picked up another injury or, or another knock or whatever. Rice, if he's got a back problem, I don't think is going to be ideal. Um, so so you, you, you don't play him, obviously. You probably bring El Nenny back in. Um, get, keep giving Vieira minutes. Probably start Havertz up front just because we need to try and get. We spent 65 million on this guy. I know that we're feeling like we don't get it, but we've got to keep trying at least a little bit longer. Um, give Nelson some much needed minutes. Uh, bring Tomiyasu into the team and give Ramsdale a start, the poor guy. Um, but I mean, yeah. But I want us to go through everyone. I'm not like, I'm not, I don't want to be pissing away competitions that we're supposedly too good for when. I know we've won four FA Cups in the last decade, but you know we're not littered with trophies here. And I know that four FA Cups is impressive. I'm not belittling that. And, and some people don't put any stock in the Carabao Cup. But a day at Wembley, a trophy, even if it's the smallest of them, like I, you know, I, I, I want those occasions, quite frankly. Um, and and it doesn't have to. The Carabao Cup isn't always necessarily the most taxing to win, anyway. Yeah, funnily enough. You know, for the first time in um, for 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 a very very long while, I, I wish I weren't going Wednesday. Yeah, Has it got that badly? It, it is that bad at the moment. I didn't enjoy it today. I'm not enjoying the way we're playing. I'm not enjoying the team selections. I'm not enjoying it at the moment. Like I'm really. I don't not want to start some massive debate and discussion, but like. No, no, but I said. I know, and, and, I, and I respect how you feel, and I, I know it's more driven by performances than results, and I do respect and understand that. But we can't, like our heads as a fan base and as a club, can't go down this easily. No, I know but you know, no, no, I just want to see us doing things right as a club, as a manager. I want to see him doing it right, and I mean this. Uh, the Ramsdale array thing has got me right, but I'll tell you another thing that's got me today. Uh, Vieira, like you know, he'd be sitting on the dressing room, he'd go home today. Oh, I've got. Got left, got dropped, got taken out of the team today. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't play well. He didn't play well. Yeah, but nor did nor did Eddie, and he played the 100 minutes, like you know. But nor, nor did so and so. But they still played. I, I want to see things being done properly and fairly. I don't see that at this moment in time, and that's what I, I I see it last season. I see everybody playing and playing well. I think at the end of the day, and it's still a big problem for me. This keeping the big squad happy and everything like that. I think the manager's struggling with at the moment, like, and, it, and it's not boding well. And I'm not enjoying watching Arsenal play at the moment, like, you know, for for, for not because that it's not always about winning. Obviously, I want to see us winning, but it's also about enjoying the enjoying it. I'm not enjoying what I'm seeing at the moment. I really he hasn't played um, in six Premier League games. He's never played the same eleven back to back, has he? Hmm. Because no. even no. earlier in the season, yeah. it went Timber, Tomiyasu, Kivior, didn't it? A left back who's messing around with that. So I think, yeah, I think in this game, every, everybody starts for me apart from Saka and Odegaard. I'd I'd go strong, so I'd yeah, go Saliba, Gabriel. No, I'd, no. I'd go strong. I even want to see Cedric. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna gonna go Wednesday night, and I want to see Cedric. That's how bad it's getting there. Like, you know no, I mean? but hang on, hang on, hang on. You, you you guys all bang on about take the cup seriously. Why can't why can't we? If we got to play our play our way back into form, we got to try and win the game. Brentford are not shit. Brentford are a I good agree. team. You can't say you will take the cup seriously, and well, then no, you've got a couple I'll of injuries. Right. Oh no, no, no. 
I'd like the to think are. that we would. Uh, like, I, I like to think that you know, with Ramsdale, Cedric, Tomiyasu, um, Kivior, Kivior, and one central defender, whether it be Ben White, one of them's got to play because we haven't got anybody else. Comes Give in. Ben that's White a rest as well. White, White, White looked exhausted today. Yeah,对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对
And that's what I grew up on. That's why I don't care for it too much. I don't give mm. a shit. You think if we come out of this season with a Carabao Cup and that's it, I'm going to be happy. No. No, but no, I, I think if we care. end but, but if we end the season with no trophies at all versus finishing second in a Carabao Cup, we'd, we'd all be we'd, we'd all take that. A second. We'd all take that. Second or So second if we're going to be a Carabao big club, Cup. if we're going to be a it's, it, they're, they're both not good you enough. Not, you don't care. They're both not good enough. Second, if you add a Carabao Cup to it, it doesn't make the second any better. It's a Carabao Cup. I mean, but listen, let's keep it moving because we are mm. over over time now and we've still got predictions to make. The prediction table hasn't changed. We all predicted Arsenal wins um, and obviously we drew the game too. Many two. of people not happy with, with even in the production today, like, you know what I mean? Slagging off James, love it. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, and you, Jordan, you know what I mean? It was production staff come up to me. Say, saying what? I can't believe that you let him get away with a three-point deduction. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Production. Can I tell... Actually, can I tell the people now, yeah? Can you imagine that... Forget James for a sec, because James, negotiation, top tier, we shook hands... Men, Lee hasn't even paid me for my win last year. Well, Lee, sure hasn't, uh, uh, Lee uh, hasn't paid me for my win last year. You lost me money on, on, on by not mm. doing one pod one time, like you know what I mean. And oh, I, oh, not, look so, at uh, you know, you know, I had to lose my attendance fee, and for that, what's you know, is the reason why you're not getting your it's, your uh, money at this moment in time. We're five days away from October, and a fee that was due in May is yet to enter my bank account. But we have people here leading a seven-point deduction charge. <laughs> well, if if no one's paying, can I get a refund? On... No, no, yeah. no, 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 they're paying. They're paying. Just, they're just, paying. Just, just, just ask. I mean. uh, Jordan, don't drag yourself down to his standards. He's, he's, he's saying. That's the best statement ever, though. I don't, I don't care either way. I just, I just want fairness. That one. I'll tell you that. Fantastic. Like, Lee's yeah, paying. Brilliant. Don't worry, man. Lee, and, oh, James said, and James said, if I make five shows on time, he'll pay. So don't worry. This is, yeah. this is, this is the same you've got, you've got to get through certain... Certain bonuses yet to get your to get your shirt like certain right? bonuses. I give me my money. That's due to me. The, the worst thing is, I thought I was the last one to pay. No, I thought you. Know. I thought James was huge to pay at this moment in time. Like, you know what I mean? we see a better, better bit of a attendance record from Turkish. That's fair enough. Isn't that right, James? Well, are you some head teacher? Or, or, you, or behind my back if you paid him now, like because that's the sort of <laughs> you are like. You know what I mean? Like, I got my community shield point. So. <laughs> That's it. You didn't, you, all I need. You didn't hear oh, about the, you, the, the, the the money's on its way. You're such a snake. You, you didn't really hear about the, the new tag team, Shamish and Shames. That's me yeah, and James, mate. Yeah, that's our new names, Shamish and Shames. Yeah, Shamish. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky, shameless, and shameless. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, you know? uh, predictions. Actually, before predictions, audio listeners, like I said, the table hasn't changed. There's been seven games played, seven predictions made. I'm top on seven points. Jordan's in second on seven points. Only correct scores separate us. James is in third on six. Lee's bottom on five. So it's two points separating bottom from top. So it's still very much all to play for. After my three-point deduction keeps it all, you know, competitive. Um, now it's predictions. Brentford away. Carabao Cup. They've had a poor result. I expect changes. 
could be a sticky one. Um, uh, wait, okay. For this one, are we doing what we done for James in the Community Shield? Because so I think... if I go on, yeah, no, you can't we, get we, the result. We right. to... If you if you think it's a draw and penalties, then you say fine, fine. Um, we agree on that now. We've agreed on that now. Like, let him have his poxy point for Christ's sake, like, but it don't happen again. Right? If you expect to, to win, you have to say yes, a draw and a win on penalties, and that gets you the correct score. Okay. okay. I'm, going, I'm going for two, two, one Brentford. Two, one Brentford. Um, Jordan? Oh, um, I'm going. Yeah, same actually. Two one Brentford. Two one Brentford, James. So do I have to? Sp- I think it's going to penalties. Do I have to specify? Who's no, that means you're. You, that means you're predicting a draw. So what's your what's your draw I'm, prediction? I'm, I'm predicting a draw. I'm, I'm going. I'm going two two. I was tempted with 2-2. Lee, you seem like you want to... Why do I think we're scoring Hold on, so we're going 2-2. So, so the penalties don't matter then. So, who wins? Who wins it? Oh, it doesn't matter. No, no, 2-2 is just a draw. For what it's worth, I... Yeah, I'm not feeling good about it. You're not going to go 2-2 penalties, Arsenal, or 2-2 Brentford penalties. You've got to go one. Apparently, I don't have to pick a winner. No, 2-2. If it's a 1-1 draw, he gets one point. If it's a 2-2 draw, he gets three points. Doesn't need oh, to... right. okay. Is that how we're doing it like? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. 2-1 the Arsenal then. 2-1 Arsenal. Cool. I really Stop. hope Lee, I really hope we go through. I do. Stop messing around with these cup competitions. It'd be nice. Just to round off the predictions, me and Jordan have gone 2-1 Brentford. James has gone 2-2 and Lee has gone 2-1 to the Arsenal. So aside from me and Jordan, we've all gone from different scores. So there will be some change in the table, I'm sure, come Thursday. And just a reminder, we are back on Thursday, people, um, after the Brentford game, before the Bournemouth game. That Bournemouth game has taken on an extra bit of importance after our drop points against Tottenham. We must win heading into that Man City game. But like I said, we'll be back before that one. Let's move on to comments of the day. But before we move on to comments of the day, I have not reminded anyone to hit the like button. So I'm hoping we've hit a thousand without having to remind people. But if we haven't, now's the time. Scroll down, hit the like button. We always hit 1,000 on this show. Now, we usually hit it nice and early with a reminder. Without a reminder, maybe we haven't hit it yet. But we should hit it now. You're watching it. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Because comments of the day, we're taking it very serious now. I had a word with the with the panel. I said it's not acceptable. Whether I'm here or not, comments of the day must stand the people. Whether they're crap or not. You gotta bring a comment of the day. <laughs> uh, can I start? Because this one, this one's about me, and it's not, it's not, it's not one like last week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with name. So that's his, that's his, that's his. Um... I got this one as well. Carry ah, on. This sounds yeah. good. Name says Turkish is so lucky Arteta doesn't run AFTV. By now, he would have signed another presenter <laughs> called Spanish for depth in order to improve his timekeeping. What a comment. I can't even lie. What a comment. Nah, that was mine, guys. It was a great comment. But well done. No backup game. No, that was it. No, that was it, it, I, I thought it was genius. It was. 
it was. I can't even lie. I, 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 there, there was a lot of good comments. I can't yeah, even lie. Right. Also, that super chat saying that Arteta would get competition for win as well in the live the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was like, that, was <laughs> that was good. That was funny. That was absolute <laughs> genius. And then someone went and then someone went on Twitter and then said, Oh, I've just heard it. And then it just blew up. The whole tweet blew up. Yeah. I've got one here from um Red Three. She says, Okay, this made my favorite episode so far. Dope new intro. Turkish finessing his way into his preferred punishment. Lee totally unhinged. Jordan being Jordan. That's a good thing or a bad thing. James being adorable and taking his community short points. Uh, a flood of free Turkish super chats, all ending with Turkish, shamelessly reading pro-Turkish comments from the show he missed. You could not script a funnier series of events. It's all made better by how much you all seem to be enjoying yourselves. Oh, shit, my laptop just died. Um, anyway, I thought that was, a, that was a nice... Hang on, hang on, laptop died. Uh, thanks, as always, for the great content. There was another comment I saw as well that just said... Um, oh, where is it? Sort your wife on that. Shut up, shut up, shut up. It was uh, Shawana Banks. Uh, I would pay good money for this content. It's like my favourite series and I can't wait for the next episode. Keep up the good work. So if that person's going to pay, should that go to me, Lee and James? Should that go direct to... Who's paying? This person says she she or he would pay for the content. James, pay good money. Have you copped who these two are? Red. Red is, 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 we met Red in Washington and then New Jersey. You remember in the street, she stopped me. Oh, yeah. oh, I've got time for you. Yeah. And then she gave me the little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys oh, met her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's funny Harry knows that. Funny Harry knows that, isn't he? Like, and, <laughs> and what was the other name, Jordan? Sh- Shawana, Shawana Banks. Yeah. Shawana Banks. Yeah. We met her as well. The name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. She did. She um. This is why I'm the people's well. chat, man. And his usernames, and I just think, bang. I know her from LA. I know yeah. her from New York. This is why the bloody people beard, isn't it? Bloody <laughs> beard, like. shameless, <laughs> it? I big up Red and big up Shawana, man. Big yeah, up. Fantastic. Yeah, man. I'll tell. I'll tell. Love you guys. Love you guys. Yeah. Don't 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 hurt yourself, Lee. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, I've gone right, for yeah. real, Jim. Seventy seventy eight. Been watching this show. From its debut on AFTV, and have to say it's easily the best, funniest episode yet. Had it in my pocket while I was working, and constantly had to keep taking it out of my pocket to get the visuals of the ju- of the judges' explosive rallying cries and blackmailing the uh, the chat. Love the show, boys, all the way from Australia. You know, Come on. there was a lot of comments from Australia. There was a lot of people from Australia commenting. A lot of people oh, from Australia there today, like, and everyone. Every, and they're all asking. I was sort of saying, you ain't here for watch that. They're their manager. Oh, no, no, we don't like him. But even though we do like him. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm just scrolling this. Sorry. Arnold Paul, 5639. Jordan was definitely at the game in corporate. I saw him and shouted him to tell him how much I love the podcast. And he came and said, hi. Who says never meet your heroes? Arnold. See? 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 You see? I was there. See what? All being <laughs> corporate. Can I say, I haven't seen these comments. Jordan, I haven't seen these comments, but I have been reliably told that apparently someone in the comments has requested time codes for when you're talking so they can (laughs) avoid that particular part. James, that's every week. 
That's every every week <laughs> someone puts in. I've just got to put. I, I fast forward when Jordan starts talking. <laughs> That's every week. That's old. How are they requesting time codes? Like it's going to say intro, one minute to three minute. Not Jordan. <laughs> three minute to four thirty. Jordan. Like what are they expecting us to do? <laughs> Jordan this... interrupts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, listen. That's old. We've got the comments of the day in. Big up Jordan, big up Lee, big up James, and most importantly, big up you guys and girls out there. Um, you make the show what it is. Hit the like button, make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on. We will be back Thursday, but there's a lot of good content coming out over the next few days. James's tactical Amazing. insights coming out. You heard a little taste of what to expect from it. Um, James, you know, if you get some time before tactical, look out, look up the Ben White overlapping stats because I don't know why I'm not seeing him overlap as much as I did last season, but maybe it's just me. Um, but yeah, tactical insight, bias show. Then we've got Carabao Cup previews and whatnot. Then it's Bournemouth. Then it's the champion. Thick and fast. The content is coming out thick and fast, people. Hit the like button. Love for the love. Jordan, what the hell do you want? I just found my comment. Jordan, Jordan in brackets for once is 100% right about Ramsdale. Podcast Network.